0: What's up, guys? In this podcast, I'm going to discuss the teams that I feel um, have legitimate Super Bowl aspirations in the 2021 season. Now, um, I'm doing this now because I think that the offseason is enough done being right at 90% in terms of, like, overall roster renovation, you know, progress, whatever you want to call it, from the 2020 to the 2021 season. We almost have our full rosters. Now, there's going to be other teams things that happen in the offseason that, you know, might move a team up or down in this type of uh, trajectory. I'm not going to, I'm not going to rank these teams that I think are legit Super Bowl contenders. I'm just going to kind of talk about some teams, uh, the top 10 teams, I guess you could say, or the 10 teams that I think are legitimately contending for a championship uh, this season, right? So if there's a team, you know, that is a year away, they're probably not going to be on this list, at least from my subjective opinion. But anyways, let's, let's get started. The first team I'm going to talk about is how could I not begin this with the defending champs? I mean, look, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, right? They have Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback of all time. They have um, everybody that they had last year, essentially, literally everybody that's important that they had last year. Well, I don't even know if they lost anybody at all, whether it be important or, or not, you know, as, as to, I mean, what they had in 2020. So yeah. And, you have to look at it from this perspective, right? So they get everybody back, okay? But they also get to play an entire season with the knowledge of how to play within that offense, especially Tom Brady, right? And also the coaching staff and the players, because the offense adjusted in terms of how it was executed over the, I guess, mid-range to the end of the season and throughout the playoffs, right? It was more of a slightly more of a Tom Brady-esque offense, right? It was the, the Bruce Arians offense with some Tom Brady stuff, as people like to say, you know, sprinkled in throughout. So I think they kind of found their mojo in terms of how they want to call this thing and how they want to manage it with Tom Brady to be the best offense they could possibly be obviously they were able to do that down the stretch of last season. Tom Brady apparently came out and said that he didn't even know the off, like he would not even know plays at certain points in last year early on. And um, so, yeah, I mean, that makes sense, right? It was a COVID off season. They didn't want the they didn't, they were terrified that the Bucks practiced, they were going to spread COVID all around. So it makes sense, right? But um, in the case of Tom Brady, I think that there's real reason to believe that he could be a little bit better than last year. You know, early on, people were ready to hang him up again. They were saying he's done, He's he looks like trash, all this and that. and It was just kind of wild to think that um, that blew up in their faces so bad. But anyways, so yeah, I mean, look, they are going to be, you know, a more complete team from the start of the season on. So I think it's reasonable to think they could even have a better record could even be the one seed next year of the NFC. And then um, yeah, I mean, I think that you'd have to call them legitimate Super Bowl contenders. So we'll start off with the Bucks. Number two is obviously going to be the team they beat in the in the Super Bowl. And this is not again, let me let me stress this. I didn't think about these from the standpoint of ranking them necessarily, right? Although I would say the first two or three at least are, are pretty much in the order I would rank them. But this is just, I'm naming the 10 teams, not, not rankings. Okay. So, um, Kansas city. Yeah. They've been to the super bowl two years in a row. So, you know, with one ring, so you'd have to call them a legit contender. The defense, in my opinion, is going to be better, right? They added Jerron Reed, Nick Bolton, my guy in the draft, you know, in the second round. So there's a reason to believe that the defense should be better. You know, I think that, um, I think they will. And then from the offensive line standpoint, if you would have asked me this a month ago, I would have said look the offensive line of kansas City is gonna be a weakness you know and they they released both of their starting tackles last year and eric fisher former number one overall pick and then mitchell schwartz and then they traded for orlando brown drafted my guy one of quote unquote my guys creed humphrey um and they also get laurent tardif back uh duvernay tardif they also um, drafted a guy that I really like late, I guess he had some medical issues, Trey Smith, a guy that I thought was a second round caliber player. You know, I think one of my mocks, I took him in the second round because I thought he'd go there. I didn't know anything about the whole uh, medical stuff, but whatever, you know, I'm just, I'm scouting the player and, and that player is a good one. So for Kansas city, if you look at it from the standpoint of like, they got, yeah, they lost Sammy Watkins, but I don't think they're really going to be missing him so much. You know, that it'll just be more of a role for Nicole Hardman. And, and uh to marcus robinson and uh and pringle and then they got obviously mahomes is coming back so that's good clyde edwards layer is going to be a second year player now so he should have a little bit more trust in terms of like you know as a full-on running back i think he'll have a pretty good year for them this season and, the, and then like i said the defense will be better so yeah kansas city's obviously a legitimate super bowl contender Number three is the Buffalo Bills, okay? This seems like the next step in kind of the natural progression of this team, right? You got to think about the first year with uh, McDermott. They were they were stoked to barely get into the playoffs as a wild card team, and that was a good accomplishment that year because they didn't have a ton of talent. You know, now they have their franchise quarterback in place, but the difference this year as opposed to last year is Josh Allen's going to have to come out this year and play with the expectations raised you know we saw Patrick Mahomes have a quite the dip in terms of statistical production from his first year as a starter to a second and and I think that Allen could see that right especially if this offense can't run the ball better you know they've got to be able to run the ball with the running backs at a more efficient clip you know so I think that's something to look at how does Josh Allen perform with the expectations being so high. And not just the expectations, but because that part of it I think he'll do fine with. But I think the the fact that teams were able to game plan for what was really a completely different style Bill's offense last year than in previous years of Josh Allen, it was like, hey, they are legitimately slinging the rock. Like they're 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 not even a lot of times they're not even play action. They're just like we we are going to come out and throw it 40, 50 times. We don't care. Um, so I think that that Led to a whole bunch of tape on their passing offense. So, the, like I said, the run game is going to have to be important uh, for Buffalo to take some pressure off of them because defensive coordinators has been studying you, especially Bill Belichick. He's been studying the hell out of you all offseason long and trying to, you know, and Brian Flores as well, trying to figure out, okay, what can we do that will make it most difficult for Buffalo to move the football against us, you know, on a consistent basis. So it's going to be interesting to see how Josh Allen and company will handle that. I know this, I was a huge proponent of drafting Josh Allen in fantasy last year. Cause you were getting him in like seven seventh round. I think it was seventh or eighth round. And now this year he'll probably be going in the third and I will not be taking him. And I will be as much as I love Josh Allen, I'll be advising everybody to stay away because we don't take quarterbacks that early. Um, and also, for the other reasons that I said, the defense, right? Can this defense, and this would really be an equalizer, in my opinion, if, if the offense is just a little bit not quite as great as it was last year, can the defense get back to pre-2020 Sean McDermott Buffalo defense? Like, they were awesome for, I believe it was the first two or three years that McDermott was there. Like, they were carried by their defense in, in a lot of games, right? And Really, in large part, the whole all of their success came because of their defense and then what Josh Allen was able to do with his legs. You know, uh, one of the more surprising things from that defense last year was the fact that they weren't very good. Like they were they were decent at times, but they weren't um, anywhere near as good as what, what they had been. So can the defense get a little bit, you know, as far as if there's any regression in terms of what the offense does, I would like to see the defense – improve by exactly that much, at least, because then I think they're the same team, right? But Buffalo, in large part, doesn't have a ton of weaknesses, real weaknesses. So I think the Bills are definitely um, legitimate Super Bowl contenders. Green Bay Packers, uh, obviously, are my number four team. Definitely, you know, a real Super Bowl contender. I think they've been in the NFC championship game in back-to-back years. So, you know, you'd have to call them Super Bowl contenders, especially because of the newfound... Aaron Rodgers, who is officially back in his prime, it looked like he was exiting his prime for a little bit, but he is officially back and he is in his prime. So that part of it is obviously a gigantic piece of the reason why they are Super Bowl contenders. The run game is another reason why. Look, that Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon, to me, are going to be an even better version of what we've seen from Jamal Williams and Aaron Jones the last few years. So I love that for the Packers. I think it's a great scheme, and I think that I just love the way they execute it, really, and the way they they are built to run this scheme, in my opinion. And the defense, you know, it comes down to, look, this is a really good pass rush. We know that. Can they be good in the other areas, right? Can they Can they get better against the run? Can they become a, you know, just a better overall unit from the defensive side of the ball? I think that if they can do that, and they haven't been bad at all. They've been a pretty good defense, to be honest, over the past couple of years since the floor has been there. And since they signed the Smith brothers there and drafted Gary and Savage and all those guys. But they... I think I have a chance to become a really good defense. So I'm I'm really gonna keep a close eye on that Packers defense because I think that is a very, very big part in terms of if they can actually win the whole damn thing. Not just get to the NFC Championship, not just get, you know, maybe to the Super Bowl, but can they win the whole thing? I think the defense is gonna have to be a little bit better, a little bit more complete, a little bit more of a Strength, you know, not just like, yeah, they're good, they're okay. You know, they have some games where they're really good, they have some games where they're not so good. I'm talking about a complete defense, and if that's the case, the Green Bay is a legit, legit, legit Super Bowl contender. Number five is going to be the Los Angeles Rams. I think that they are, especially with Matthew Stafford, you know, they are legitimately a dangerous team. Like, I could see them going, I could see the Rams finishing with like a 15 and two record. I really could. In order for that to happen, I'm not predicting that. I'm not thinking that. I don't think that will happen, but I'm just saying if everything, you know, in a perfect world, everything came out right, like the Rams would be one of those teams where, yeah, man, look, they. we saw them last year. They were the number one defense in the NFL, the number one defense in the NFL with a brand new defensive coordinator. They fired Wade Phillips, hired Staley. He came in and lost a bunch of players, too, from the previous season and some good players came in and just made them the number one defense in the NFL. So I think that it's likely for that defense to regress a little bit because look, they're a new, another new defensive coordinator and they, you know, they lost their guru of the defensive coordinators, obviously the coach with the chargers now, but I think that there's going to be, even if Staley would have stayed there, I think there's at least, you know, a reason to believe that's going to regress just a little bit because the jump was so outrageous. Right. But if the ju- if the defense regresses a little bit, similar to what I said about Buffalo, and the offense can improve by at least that much, you're looking at a legitimate team. That um, you know, in my opinion, like I said, with Matthew Stafford paired with Sean McVay, I think that's a legit recipe for. A potential MVP year for Matthew Stafford. So I think that Cam Akers in the run game with Daryl Henderson and company, they have to, you know, they have to be a big part of it still because that's going to make Stafford even more dangerous. Imagine Matthew Stafford not only with a good offensive line but with a good running game. Right, like this, this team and the, the threat of the run is going to be so much greater now because you have to worry about Matthew Stafford. So you're really not going to be able to just focus on the run game, right? Whereas that's kind of how teams started to play them with golf there towards the end. But now it's like you don't want to suck up the linebackers defensively against Matthew Stafford because he will fire that thing in there behind you and create some big plays in the passing game. So yeah, I think that the Rams are definitely Super Bowl contenders. I think they're going to be. You know, if I had to guess, I'd say they'll probably be underrated nationally, at least early on, because I don't hear a ton of talking about them. I don't think that we really give Matthew Stafford kind of the amount of respect that he deserves from the, just a physical talent standpoint. If that marriage works with him and Sean McVay, it's going to work in a big, big way. So I think the Rams, if the defense can just, you know, not regress too much and the offense can improve by at least that much. I think they're going to be a really, really dangerous team and definitely a championship caliber football team. Number six, the Cleveland Browns. So Baker Mayfield to me has an opportunity this year to become, and I don't think he's going to have quite the Josh Allen year of last year, but the reason I'm going to use that as an example is because I think that the jump could be of similar capacity, right? Like you could look at Baker Mayfield and say, You know, by week nine or 10, you might say, damn, this guy might really win the MVP. You know, it could be somewhere in that capacity. I think it'll be, you know, or it could be, I'm not saying it will for sure, but I think it'll be a little bit better of a season than it was last year, which will be very good. You know, a great season in its own right but i think there'll be something like 32 touchdowns to nine or to like seven picks something like that 33 touchdowns to seven picks somebody you know that is a legitimate like you know you can at least bring his name up not going to win the mvp but you can bring his name up in the conversation in my opinion so um the defense i believe got better right they got john johnson they they've made you know they really have done a great job i mean look greg newsom filled them in the first round that was the best case scenario of um, filling a need with a proper value pick right there. So I love that right there. I think it'll be a big deal. They're getting Grant, tel- Grant Delpit back from uh, his injury from last year. I- I'm interested to see what this Browns team does because, again, it's all going to come down to can they manage expectations? If they can and they, with Odell and company, can finally kind of mix better with that offense – I think this Cleveland Browns team is a legitimate Super Bowl contender. Like you're talking about a defense that I think is going to be pretty good. You're combining that with a dominant offensive line that just got a year more experience and built some, you know, continuity more so. So, I like it a lot. I think that, you know, Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb in the run game, you got a little Demetric Felton for, you know, kind of that gadget guy in this offense that I think I think he'll see the field. And I think he'll make the team and if anything, he'll be a good return guy for them. So, um yeah, Cleveland in my opinion is a legit Super Bowl contender. And I think Browns fans are going to be really, uh, you know, refreshed to hear that. The Indianapolis Colts are number seven for me. And, um, you know, I'm not a huge Carson Wentz fan, but you cannot deny the last time he was with Frank Wright, when, by the way, they had a very good, I mean, a dominant offensive line. They really ran the hell out of the football quite early and often. And they used Carson Wentz properly. You know, I mean, really, and true, like they—they look—they—they they had a bunch of pass catching targets in the in the past game. They had a dominant offensive line, and that sounds a whole lot like what they've got there in Indianapolis. So I think that from that standpoint, if Carson Wentz's mind is okay, if he's not, you know, um, defeated mentally, then I think that they're going to be legitimately a Super Bowl contender because other than that. They don't have any real weaknesses you know again then maybe you could if you want to get nitpicky say oh they don't have a great edge rusher or whatever but and just depth on the defensive line in general but look I think you know Pay being that could be a guy that's you know at least gives them a the threat from that position and to me Indianapolis like I said if Carson Wentz's mind is okay and they commit to the run this you know they are legitimately a team I think could win it all and and would kind of surprise a lot of people but in my opinion, it shouldn't because you could make the argument that this team is more talented than the Eagles that won it all, right? I mean, you really could. So, yeah, I think the Colts are legitimate Super Bowl contenders. Number eight for me is the Seattle Seahawks. They finally got a third receiver, a third option in the pass game, right? Like a legit dynamic third option. So now when we saw the the Seahawks kind of struggle down the stretch last season, you're, you're going to get an offense that, to me, isn't going to have that bottoming out. Because, unfortunately for them, while the offense kind of bottomed out and didn't then kind of sputtered towards the end of the year – The defense made a gigantic improvement over the course of the season. Nobody really talked about that because the narrative of their defense being awful was already so much in high gear at that point, right? But the defense, and I was posting about it like crazy, made a serious jump from where they were in the beginning of the year, which is like allowing 400, 500 yards a game, it felt like every game to being a respectable unit like a 16th best in my opinion in the league somewhere in that range right so that's impressive because they were definitely you know 30th to 32nd over the first half of the season so you made a huge jump from uh from that standpoint and I think that if they can you know the offense doesn't bottom out the defense continues to ascend from where they were at the end of last season I mean, Seattle to me is a legit, I mean, you got Russell Wilson on your team. I don't even think I've said his name yet, but you got Russell Wilson on your team, right? They are championship contenders, legitimate ones too. Number nine, Baltimore Ravens, improved skill players. They they needed some. They got Sammy Watkins and Rashad Bateman. I think those are two guys that definitely fit the Baltimore Raven culture. I think that Sammy Watkins is that that other deep threat, right? And he's also a guy that can really get separation on the short and intermediate parts of the football field. Rashad Bateman is going to be a red zone target immediately. He's the guy that I think that with with Lamar Jackson could be a really nice um, combination of quarterback receiver. I I just really, really like this receiving core a whole lot more than what they were working with the last couple of years. And that was, you know, Lamar Jackson, won an MVP, by the way. So Orlando Brown's gone, but Zeitler, Kevin Zeitler, and Alejandro Villanueva have arrived. So I could see a world where this offensive line, at least for next year, is maybe slightly better. You know, it really all depends on how well, how much Villanueva has left in the tank. So I think that we're going to see a better Villanueva than what we saw last year in Pittsburgh here in Baltimore, simply because I think it's an easier offense to be a better offensive lineman in. So I think that's something to look for. And then the defense, can they continue to get better? Can they find a way to get after the quarterback in terms of a pass rush? I think they will. And, um, you know, if they can just get a little bit better, I think the offense has gotten enough better to where they are legitimately a championship caliber football team now. All right. Number 10, and this is the final team to me that I think is a bona fide, like 100% could win it all and it might surprise you. It's the San Francisco 49ers. You know, look, a healthy defense. You know, if they get Bosa back and healthy, if they get kind of playing to that level that they were uh, when they, oh, by the way, went to the Super Bowl the year before, then I think they, you know, definitely can be a championship caliber team. And I think that it's also something that I've said several times so far this offseason is that if you guys remember Colin Kaepernick took over for Alex Smith late in the in the year that they went to the Super Bowl that year, right? Where Kaepernick went and played the Ravens. Well, I think that we could easily, I could really see a world where we see the exact same or a similar transition from Jimmy Garoppolo to Trey Lance. Because if Trey Lance, mark my words, if he gets on the field, he's not coming off. And if he gets on the field at the right time, it could provide just enough of a spark for the 49ers to where, they're just going to be so hard to defend because you got all of a sudden, you got no tape on Trey Lance in this offense. And then, boom, in the middle of the season, it's like he's lighting you up, you know, and you don't know what to do. That's what happened with Kaepernick and why he was so effective. So I think Trey Lance, with his skill set, could really catapult them. Like, you know, let's say they're a you know seven and four team or you know six and four team or whatever and then trey Lance comes in and plays and he's dominant now they're they run the table like you wouldn't want to see that team in the playoffs and if you think they're not legitimate championship caliber you're out of your damn mind right so i think yes San francisco 49ers in my opinion if everything goes right for them are definitely and by everything going right i mean they just stay healthy you know, I think they're definitely a championship caliber team. I can't wait to see the new run game, with a couple of new running backs they have there as well. Teams that I think are really close, but I can't quite get there. And I'll tell you why are the Pittsburgh Steelers as one because Ben Roethlisberger, I'm not quite sure if he's got enough in the tank, you know, and also the offensive line hasn't made enough of improvement to me. Um, I think that Najee Harris, they're, they're really counting on him. And I think he's somebody that they should be counting on because they need to give him the damn ball. Well, they didn't do a better job. They, they didn't do a great job last year of committing to the run enough, in my opinion. But you know, if Ben has enough in the tank, and we'll find that out relatively soon in the season, and the offensive line can hold up or they make some schematic changes to kind of work around that, then I think they could for sure. But I'm not quite ready to totally cement them as legitimate, bona fide, 100% championship contender. The Tennessee Titans are one that maybe I should have chosen, right? Because they did make some improvements, but when you look at Tennessee, what's hurt them, and as much as you guys hear me say draft picks are overrated and all that stuff lately, is that they don't—they haven't really drafted very well. You know, they need more out of Christian Fulton. They, the, in last year, I know he had some injuries and all that kind of stuff. But if Bud Dupree pans out and Ryan Tannehill can play like he has been, without their uh, Arthur Smith there, you know, and Derrick Henry stays healthy, because I'm just a little bit you know, sketch about Derrick Henry staying healthy with all the workload and, and that kind of stuff. So, I mean, Tennessee, I might've should have put them in the bona fide Super Bowl contenders and, I, and maybe I'll change my mind at some point, but I just couldn't quite get there. You know, it just, for me, I think that again, without Arthur Smith and Corey Davis and, you know, and, and, um, I just, I'm a little bit concerned about calling them a bona fide 100% championship contender. The next one I want to talk about is the Miami Dolphins. Look, Miami is a team that didn't make the playoffs last year, but we all know they were a playoff team, right? Meaning they were good enough to be there. They belonged in that kind of category. How are they? Two questions for them and the reason they're not championship contenders, in my opinion, just yet. Um, number one is, of course, Tua Tagovailoa. Like, is he going to be better than what he was last year because he has to be right. He, he cannot, if, if he's getting benched, then he, he they're moving on, right? Like it, this, that was a rookie thing. You know, we, we can say, you know, oh, we can give him the excuse of COVID because it's a very legitimate excuse, in my opinion, of course. Um, but this year in year two, he cannot, he's got to play well enough to where, and even if he doesn't for a half, they've got to have the confidence to stick with him, right? Because they are a win now team. You know, they, they do have that kind of talent. They have um, a great coaching staff in place. They have some weapons now on the offensive side of the ball. I think Tua has to play well, right? And he's it's just something that I'm not ready to bank on to the point of calling them a bona fide championship contender. Will they make the playoffs, in my opinion? Yes, I think they will make the playoffs this year, but I'm not quite ready to call them a championship contender. All right, the Denver Broncos is a, are a team, that I'm just going to talk about some teams that I think could you know, really shock if they did like kind of like what the 49ers did a couple of years ago, right? Nobody was calling them a legit Super Bowl contender. And then they end up going to the Super Bowl. I think teams like that would be Denver, Dallas, Washington, the Chargers, the Giants, maybe even the Patriots, you know, with all with all that they've done this offseason. And the reasons for that, Denver, they would need Drew Locke. They would need Drew Locke and not Teddy Bridgewater because he cannot give you enough to take you to that level but they would need Drew Locke to have the Josh Allen year of last year. If that happens, and I'm not not betting on that, but if that does happen, which it could, then they're in the mix because their roster otherwise is complete. That's why if they were to somehow get Aaron Rodgers there, which I would, even though I love Drew Locke, I would totally obviously be in favor of that if I'm Denver. You know, they're definitely championship contenders. The Dallas Cowboys are a team that to me, if that defense can just get a, you know, uh, well, a lot better, right? If they can get to the point where they're like a top 14 unit, I think they have a legit chance with Dak Prescott back second year of Mike McCarthy and all that. I think that, you know, it wouldn't completely shock me if they were in the big game when it's all said and done. Washington football team. They need Fitzmagic to actually be good when it's a situation where he's supposed to be good and everything's around him. Too. Like, it's you know, it's one of those things where every time he's been in this kind of a situation, he's let down. If he doesn't disappoint, then I think they could definitely be in the mix, you know, really. And the Chargers, yeah. If if Staley can do with this defense what he did last year with the Rams, I think they're legit, you know, and of course the offensive line is as good as they look on paper and Justin Herbert takes the next step because it's going to have to be a little bit better than what he was as a rookie for them to go win it all, then I think they could. You know, I think they're, they're right in the mid. They're right on the cusp of being that kind of team. The Giants are a team that, in my opinion, if the defense is as good or better than it was last year, which I have no reason to believe it won't be, and the offense is really good, like top 10 to 12, you know, then I think they could definitely win it all. But here's the thing. The reason they're not on the list of teams that I think are championship caliber right now are because I don't know if the offense is good enough just yet. You know, we got to see Tequan if he's back and healthy. Now we got to see if he can return to kind of the rookie year form. We have to see what the offense looks like now, right? You know, and all that kind of stuff. So um, I'm close to. I definitely think they're going to be in the mix of a, for a playoff spot. And you know, I think that it wouldn't shock me again if they were if they were a very very dangerous team come playoff time. But I can't quite call them a championship contender just yet. And then for the Patriots, you know, look, man, if Cam Newton plays well right like and and that's not to me that's not some crazy pipe dream right because he's got some stuff around him now and i for one understand that brady the year before had a little bit more to work with than cam did last year and brady by you know 80% of the people that watched the patriots play that weren't patriot fans was pronounced done right like we we saw him in this offense with again a little bit more than what cam had to work with last year and we thought he was done I didn't, but you know what I'm saying. Like in large part, we all thought he was done. So he goes to Tampa, throws you know, scores 50 touchdowns, right, or whatever it was, 40 or 50 touchdowns. Cam Newton to me now has an appropriate supporting cast. Like, why is it that we're so willing to give Sam Darnold the past three years in a row, and then we just look at Cam and we say, "Oh, he's done." You know, that's that's bullshit. Like Cam had nothing to work with. Nikhil Harry was a third round grade on my board pre-draft that year look it up you know check my track record on that harry isn't a good nfl receiver or at least he wasn't last year and he wasn't the year before so you know now cam has some legitimate options you know some good and i think that the way they're built with a strong offensive line two dominant tight ends potentially and um some good receivers there cam newton is going to be a pretty damn good quarterback and i think that he's i think he'll start the whole year i really i really do i think he will But, um, yeah, guys, that's going to wrap up this podcast. Let me know if you guys agree with the teams I chose for legit championship contender. And if I didn't choose your team and you think they should be, hit me up in the DMs and let's talk about it. Peace.